glory to your name, Jesus. Father, we come to your presence again, Lord, with thanksgiving in our hearts. Oh, God, I thank you again this glorious day, Lord, for there is none like you, Jesus. Oh, sweet Holy Spirit, sweet heavenly dove. Amen. Right where you are this morning, will you lift up your hands and begin to call upon the name of the Lord again? Amen. Would you begin to worship him this morning? Would you begin to give him thanks and glory and praise, amen, for his goodness and for his mercy towards you this morning? Oh, Lord, thine is the kingdom, O oh God, and all that are in heaven and earth are thine, O oh God, and thou art exalted, O oh Lord, above all, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that both riches and honor cometh of thee, O oh Lord Jesus, O oh God. O oh Lord, and in thy hand is power and might, O oh God. And in thy hand, O oh God, is to give strength and to make great, O oh God. I thank you today that we could bless your name with these lips of clay, God. I thank you, Lord Jesus, again, Lord, for your wonderful kindness. I thank you for this beautiful day. I thank you for the birds that are chirping this morning, O oh God. I thank you for the cool breeze that is blowing today. I thank you for the beautiful sunshine that's shining down upon us, O oh God. There is none like you, Jesus, and no one can touch us like you can, Jesus. And we're asking you to touch your people today, God. Reach down upon us today, O oh God. Touch our hearts, touch our minds, touch our souls, O oh God. Touch us in every place that needs touching if there's pain, God, uh, we're asking you to touch today. If there are headaches, uh, we're asking you to touch today. Oh, God, uh, oh, Lord, I know that there's nothing impossible for you, Lord Jesus. Uh, oh, God, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Uh, sweet Holy Spirit, sweet Heavenly Dove, uh, touch us again this morning, Jesus. Uh, oh, God, no one can touch us like you can. Uh, no one can give us peace that we cannot understand. Oh, God, no one can bind our wounds and nail-scarred hands like you can. Jesus, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, God, I thank you, Jesus. No one can touch you This house, there is hope. 
salvation for your soul. In this house, your life can be made whole. Everything you need is in this house. In this house, there is hope. In this house, there's salvation for your soul. The light can be made whole. Everything you need is in this house. Think about it this morning. In this house, there is hope. In this house, there's salvation for your soul. in your own house this morning. Everything you need is in the house. Because Jesus says, where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of these. So whatever you have need of this morning, I want you to know that Jesus is able to meet that need this morning. He's able to touch you right where you are. He's able to heal, to deliver, to set free. In this house, there's hope. In this house, there's salvation for your soul. In this house, your life can be made whole. I praise you, Lord. Uh, oh, God, I thank you, Lord. God is in this house. Uh, my life can be made whole. My life can be complete. Uh, there's nothing that you're not able to do, Jesus. Uh, 
God, I know you can meet every need. Uh, I know you can build up, oh God. I know you can strengthen. Uh, just speak your word, oh God, uh, and your children will be made completely whole. Oh God, you're able, Lord, uh, to meet every need. Uh, oh God, I thank you, Jesus. Uh, Hallelujah, God. I pray that they would just hold your unchanging hands. They would build their hopes on things eternal, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Where time is filled with
Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hold to God's unchanging hand, church. Build your hopes on things eternal because this world is not your home. We're just passing through. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. To the book of Joshua this morning. Joshua. Chapter 24. Starting with verse 22 through 28. 20, excuse me, 24 through 28. Joshua 24, verse 24 through verse 28. And the people said unto Joshua, The Lord our God will we serve, and his voice will we obey. And Joshua made a covenant with the people that day, and set them a statue and an ordinance in Shechem. And Joshua wrote these words in the book of the law of God, and took a great stone and set it up there under an oak that was by the sanctuary of the Lord. And Joshua said unto all the people, Behold, this stone shall be a witness unto us, for it have heard all the words of the Lord which he have spoken unto us. It shall be therefore a witness unto you, lest you deny your God. So Joshua let the people depart, every man unto his inheritance. Amen. And I want to minister to you from this thought today, the stone of witness. The stone of witness. Father, I praise you again today, God, and I thank you again for another opportunity to hear your word, O oh God, and I seek your face for guidance, and I seek your face for directions, O oh God, and I seek your face for wisdom and knowledge and understanding. Amen. This day, and sweet Holy Spirit, sweet Heavenly Dove, stay with us and lead us according to your perfect will and your perfect way. In Jesus' name, amen. We see uh, from the book of Joshua, and we know as we uh, began to study Joshua, Joshua was chosen uh, well in advance uh, as one of the leaders of the tribes, amen. And we see that Joshua was often chosen to be with Moses numerous times that Joshua, when Moses would be called by God to come up to the mountains, God would always oftentimes tell Moses uh, to bring Joshua with him. And God began to prepare Joshua for the mission that Joshua would someday assume. We see and we know through the study of Scripture that it was Joshua that God chose to, to replace Moses to, to lead the children of Israel across the, the Jordan River into the Promised Land. We study and we see that it was also Joshua who, him and Caleb, there was that went in to inspire out the land. Amen. And they brought back a good report while the other ten spies uh, brought in an evil report. Uh, it was this same Joshua, amen, that the Lord said of him and Caleb, uh, that they had another spirit and it would be they that would go into the promised land and not the others. Uh, we know from studying the scripture 
amen, that Joshua here in the 24th chapter, as he's getting old now, and we see that the Bible lets us know that Joshua is 110 years old, uh, and that it's here that Joshua is getting ready to, to exit the stage, uh, or should we say, go the ways uh, of all of our fathers. In other ways, Joshua was getting ready to die. And Joshua, like his protege, Moses, his leader, Moses, should I say, amen, began to want to educate. The began, he wanted to let them know what God had said again. Every so often, we find in leadership, it is important that we reiterate the things that are important from the Word of God. And Moses had told Joshua, and God had told Joshua to never let the words of God, of the book of the law, to part out of his mouth, because in doing, he would be prosperous, and he would have great success. We see that Joshua was a money warrior. It was Joshua that even called the moon and the sun to stand still. And the Bible says there has never been another day that God hearkened to a man like he did Joshua. Joshua, amen, began to bring it into focus, amen, again to the children of Israel. He wanted them to understand at this death that if they fail to do what God had said or to obey God's word or keep the covenant that they had made with God, that their enemy would destroy them. He renewed the covenant with them. Amen. Ever so often, we might need to be reminded of the agreements and the things that we said to God and the promises that we made to God. Sometimes the things that we go through in our lives, sometimes the things that we may face in our lives and the negative things that are coming against us could be, just might be, God trying to give us a wake-up call to let us know that we have not kept the agreement and that we have not obeyed the vows and the covenant that we made from him. Amen. As Asaph, amen, Azariah came out to Asaph in Second Chronicles chapter 15, verse 1 and verse 2, Asa the priest, Met Asa, I mean Azariah, the priest, met Asa the king, coming back from battle in Second Chronicles 15, verse 1 and 2. He said, The Spirit of the Lord, God, came upon Azariah, the son of Obed, and he went out to meet Asa. And said unto him, Hear you me, Asa, and all Judah, and Benjamin. The Lord is with you while you be with him. If you seek him, he will be found of you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. A wake-up call. Azariah says, Asa, listen, just because you're the king, you cannot violate the word of God. If God is going to be with you, you've got to be with him. Paul began to tell Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 11 through verse 13. He says, it is a faithful saying, for if we be dead with him, we shall also live with him. If we suffer, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he will also deny us. If we believe not, yet he abide faithful. He cannot deny himself. God is always going to be faithful. God is always going to fulfill his promise. God is always going to do exactly what he says. So we need to have a wake 
wake-up call, amen, and realize that if we're not faithful, if we're not obedient to the promises and the things that we told God that we will do, He's at liberty to destroy us. Praise God. Paul, standing in the midst of Mars Hill, said to them in Acts chapter 17, verse 23 through 24, he says, For as I passed by and beheld your devotions, I found an altar with this inscription, To the unknown God, whom therefore you ignorantly worship, him declare I unto you, God that made the world and all things therein, seeing that he is Lord of heaven and earth, Dwell not in temples made with man's hands, neither is worship with men's hands as though he needed anything, seeing he gave it to all life and breath and all things, and have made of one blood all nations of men to dwell on all the face of the earth, and have determined the time before appointed and the bounds of their habitations, that they should seek the Lord, if happily they might feel after him and find him, though he's not far from every one of us. For in him we live, we move, we have our beings, as certain of also your own points have said, for we are all his offsprings. For as much then as we are the offsprings of God, we are not to think that the Godhead is like unto gold or silver or stone graven by art of man's devices. Paul says the Godhead, he told the church at Colossa, he says, Beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of this world, and not after Christ. For in him dwell all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and we are complete in him, which is the head of all principalities and powers. Praise God. Joshua told the people, amen, as the people says to Joshua, we're going to do what God says. We're going to obey God's word. And Joshua, the Bible says, set up a great stone and told them, This stone shall be a witness unto us, for it have heard all the words of the Lord, which he have spoken unto us. It shall be therefore a witness unto you, lest you deny the Lord. I come to tell you, the stone is a witness. David says in Psalms 118, verse 21 and 22, I will praise thee, for thou hast heard me, and art become my salvation. The stone which the builders refuse has become the headstone of the corner. This is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day that the Lord have made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Jesus told Peter in Matthew 16, 18, And I say unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. The stone is a witness. It is heard every word of God. It is a witness unto us. The stone which the builders refuse has become the headstone of the gospel. Balls right into the church as Corinthians. He said in 1 Corinthians 3 and 11, of the foundations can no man lay than that which was laid, which is Jesus Christ. The apostle Peter writing to the church and 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 1 Wherefore 
lay aside all malice and all guile and hypocrisy and envious and evil speaking as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. If so be, you have tasted that the Lord is gracious to whom coming as unto a living stone, disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God and precious, yea, also as lively stones uh, are built up uh, a spiritual temple and holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable unto God by Jesus Christ. Wherefore, also, it is contained in the scriptures, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he that believe on him shall not be confound. Unto you, therefore, which believe he is precious, but unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the same is made the headstone of the corner, and a stone of stumbling, and a rock of offense, even to them which stumbled at the word, being disobedient, whereunto they was appointed. But you are chosen generation. You are royal priesthood. You are holy nation. You are peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him which is called you out of darkness unto his marvelous light, which in times past were not a people, but now the people of God, which have not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Praise God. We've received mercy. As Jeremiah said, it is of the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are renewed every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. The stone, Joshua says, is a witness unto us. Praise God. You see, a witness is one that have seen, that have heard, and know, and can speak the truth. Peter says, if you have tasted that he is good. Oh, the David says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that put their trust in him. The stone is a witness unto us. Jesus Christ is the chief cornerstone. He is a witness to us and a witness for us. Praise God. In Genesis chapter 28, verse 10 through verse 22. Genesis chapter 28, verse 10 through verse 22. Scripture says, as Jacob was being sent by his parents to go live. Jacob came to a place here. And Jacob went out from Beersheba and went towards Haran. And he lightened upon a certain place and tarried there all night because the sun was set. And he took a stone of the stones of that place. And he put them for his pillows and lay down in that place to sleep. And he dreamed, and behold, a ladder set up to the earth, on the earth, excuse me, and the top of it reached to the heavens. And behold, the angels of God ascended and descended on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, thy father, and the God of Isaac, the land whereon thou liest to thee. 
will I give it unto thy seed, and thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth, and thou shalt spread abroad to the west, and to the east, and to the north, and to the south, and in thee, and in thy seed shall all the families of the earth be blessed. And behold, I am with thee, and will keep thee in all places, whether thou goest, and will bring thee again unto this land. For I will not leave thee until I have done that which I have spoken to thee of. And Jacob awakened out of his sleep, and he said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I knew it not. And he was afraid and said, How dreadful is this place. This is none other but the house of God. And this is the gate of heaven. And Jacob rose up early in the morning and took the stone that he had put for his pillows and set it up for a pillar and poured oil upon the top of it. And he called the name of that place Bethel. But the name of that city was called Luz at the first. And Jacob vowed a vow, saying, If God will be with me and will keep me in this way, that I go and will give me bread to eat and clothes or raiment to put on, so that I come again to my father's house in peace, then shall the Lord be my God, and this stone which I have set for a pillar shall be God's house, and of all that thou shalt give me, I will surely return or give to thee tenth unto thee. Jacob said, this is none other than the house of God, the stone which the builders rejected as become the headstone of the corner. The stone, Peter says, is a stumbling block to them that are disobedient. But Jacob says, this is going to be Bethel. This is going to be none other than the house of God. We know that Bethel would become Bethlehem. It would be where Ruth would marry Boaz and they would have a son and they would call his name Obed, which would be the father of Jesse, which would be the father of King David, which would be the father of the flesh to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus was born in Bethlehem, Ephrathah. It was in Bethlehem that Jacob established and set up a stone for the house of God, the church. Amen. Is the house of God, and it is the gateway to heaven. On this rock, I will build my church, Jesus said, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. No man can come unto the Father but by me. The stone is a witness unto us. Paul, writing to the church at Ephesus, and the second chapter, and the 19th to the 22nd verse, says it this way. Now, therefore, you are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and the household of God, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, Jesus Christ himself is the chief cornerstone at home all the building fit framely together caught up unto a holy temple unto the Lord and whom ye also are built together for a habitation of God through the Spirit. I don't care if the prophets wrote it uh, 
David. I don't care if the apostles wrote it. They wrote about Jesus Christ. They talked about Jesus Christ. He is that stone which the builder rejected. He is the stone of witnesses to every one of us. And if we do not do what we promise he to him we will do, he's hurting. He knows the stone. It is a witness to us. He's heard every word. The Bible says that eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong. Jesus says Pharaoh can't even fall to the ground that he ain't aware of. He says he knows every hair is on your head. So when you make a vow to God, Solomon says you better keep it. <laughs> Because God has no pleasure in fools. Amen. Because the fool have said in his heart, there is no God. The stone is a witness against us and for us. Hallelujah. When David was anointed to be the king of Israel, he came down to the battlefield. Amen. And Goliath was tormenting the house and the children of God. Amen. And David says, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should devour the armies of God? He says, I'll fight him. And if you notice, when they try to put Saul's armor on David, David says, I have not proved these. I cannot fight with these. But David took it. His slingshot, and he came to the brook, and David reached down, and he picked up five smooth stones. And when David came to Goliath, and Goliath says, am I a dog that you should come to me? David says to him, you come to me with a sword and a spear and a shield, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, whom you're defiled. This day he will deliver you into my hands, and I will take your head from you. And David reached in his shepherd's bag, and he pulled out a stone, and he put it in that sling. And when he let it go, it smoked Goliath right between his four eyes. And Goliath fell to the ground, and David ran upon him. And because he had no sword, he took Goliath's sword, and he cut off his head. I wonder today if that stone would still be in Goliath's forehead. Was that stone still in his head when he brought it back on a charger and presented it? Amen. You see, my brothers and sisters, you can't tell the story of how David slew Goliath without telling about the stone. It was the stone that brought him down. You've got to realize the story is not a fact without the stone, because the stone represents Almighty God. The stone represents Jesus Christ, because the Bible says, when the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against them. Would say in Psalms 18, who is God? Save the Lord. And who is a rock? Save our God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Ah, praise God. Oh, hallelujah. But through him, Paul says, we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. Amen. Now, therefore... You're no more strangers and foreigners, but your fellow citizens with the saints and the household of God. And you are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. That's why the Bible says, know this, that no prophecy is of any private interpretation. But holy men of God spake. <laughs> As they was moved by the Holy Ghost. 
That's why Jesus would ask them, have you not read? At his resurrection, he says, oh, fools and slow to heart to believe. Should all that had been written by the prophets come to pass concerning me? And he started at the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the Psalms, the things concerning himself. He's the stone. <laughs> He's the witness stone. Praise God. Jesus Christ, Paul says in 1 Corinthians 3.11. For other foundation can no man lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the foundation of all grace. He's the foundation of all mercy. He's the foundation of all blessings. He's the foundation of all promises. He's the foundation of all faith. He's the foundation of all hope. He's the foundation of all peace. He's the foundation of all joy. He's the foundation of all comfort. He's the foundation of salvation and eternal life and happiness for everyone from Him comes all the things that we have need of. He is the stone of witness unto us. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. The writer, amen, of Genesis chapter number 49. Genesis 49. Jacob is blessing his children as he's getting ready to go off the scenes. In Genesis 49, verse 22 through verse 24. Praise God. Genesis 49, verse 22 through 24. Jacob says, Joseph is a fruitful ball. In other words... He's a large and a main branch of the tree. He's a fruitful ball and a fruitful ball by a well whose branches run over the wall. The archers have solely grieved him and shot and hated him, but the bow abode and strength and the arms of his hands were made Strong by the hand of the mighty God of Jacob. Watch this. From thence is the shepherd and the stone of Israel. Amen. Notice from him, from Jacob, from the almighty God is the shepherd and the stone. Lord my God, hear me today. Jesus says in John 10, 11 through 16, I am the good shepherd and the good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. But he that is a harlot and not the shepherd who's on the sheep. Sheep are not seeing the wolf cometh and leaveth the sheep and fleeth, and the wolf catcheth them and scattereth the sheep. The howling fleeth because he is in howling and careth not for the sheep. Watch this. I am the good shepherd and knoweth my sheep and am known of mine as the Father knoweth me, even so I, the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep and other sheep I have which are not of this bow. Them also must I bring and they shall be here my voice and there shall be one bow and one shepherd. He is the great shepherd from almighty God comes the shepherd and the stone. This is why Joshua said this great stone well, here, he's heard every word that you have said. Jesus Christ is the chief cornerstone. He says in Mark twelve ten, the stone which the builder refused has become the headstone of the corner. He is a witness unto us that he is the almighty God. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, 
justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached to the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received back up into glory. Hallelujah. The stone is a witness to us. The writer of Hebrews chapter 10, verse 15 and verse 16 puts it this way. Wherefore, the Holy Ghost also is a witness to us. For after he have said before, this is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my law into their hearts, and in their minds will I write them. And their sins and iniquity will I remember no more. The Holy Ghost is proof of the truth. The stone is the proof of the word. The Holy Ghost is the stone, and the stone is the word. No prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. By Jesus Christ, one sacrifice, he took away the sins of the whole world. The stone is a witness unto us. The word of God is truth. The spirit bear witness with our spirit that we are the sons of God and of children than heirs of God and joint heirs of Christ. For I reckon that the suffering of this present time is not to be compared unto the glory that shall be revealed in us. Jesus is the chief cornerstone. He is the witness unto all of us of truth. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. He's full of grace and truth. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. John says and John 16, 13, how be it when he the spirit of truth is come. He will guide you unto all truth, and he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak and will show you things to come. The stone it's a witness to us. Joshua said, this stone shall be a witness to us. And Jesus would say in Isaiah 43.10, You are my witnesses and my servants whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me that I am he. Before me there was no God form, neither Shall there be after me? I, even I am the Lord, and beside me there is no Savior. Praise God. We are the witness, amen, to the people that Jesus Christ is the chief cornerstone. On Christ, the solid rock, I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. He's our witness. He's the church. Amen. And everything has got to be built on this foundation of Jesus Christ. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. We have a witness, my brothers. We have a witness, my sisters. Amen. Today. Amen. God knows. So we need to be faithful to our vows and to our promises that we have made. Unto God. We need to stand on the word of God. Amen. Because every word of God has been tried and every God word of God has proven to be true. He is the God. He is the word made flesh. Amen. He's the chief cornerstone and he's the stone of witness for you and I this day. Praise God. Father, we praise you. Lord, we magnify you. 
God, we exalt you and we thank you, Lord God, that you're a witness to us. God, I am so thankful, Lord God, that I can put my trust in you, O God. Even though others may reject you, God, I will go with you all the way. Oh, God, because I know that you go before us to make the way straight. God, I thank you again today, Jesus. God, I need you to draw us close. Draw us close to you, God, this day. Oh, God, draw me to you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Draw me close to you. Never let me go. I lay it all down again To hear you say that I'm your friend You are my desire No one else will Nothing else can take your place. Nothing. To feel the warmth of your embrace. Help me find the way. Bring me back to you. Why don't you reach out to it this morning and sing. Oh, yes. You're all I want. close to you, Lord. Never let me go, God. I am thankful, Lord, that you are that stone of witness for us, O oh God. You will be with us all the way, even unto the ends of the earth, God. And we got exceeding precious promises that you will never leave us, nor will you ever forsake us, O oh God. And I am thankful again today, God, for your people. I am thankful for your word this morning, God. And I pray 
that your word will accomplish what you sent it to do, God. Bless them, Lord, in every place. In Jesus' precious name, amen, amen. God bless, amen. Don't forget, all our services are being live, stream, amen. You can go to our websites, amen. Facebook, Cavar Apostolic Church, comma, UPCI. The webpage, caclacrosse.org. And YouTube, Calvary Apostolic Church of La Crosse. Amen. So that's the ways you can uh, follow us. Don't forget, on Wednesday night, we're still talking about compassion. 7 o'clock, please join with us. Amen. For our Bible study on Wednesday night. Amen. To help you hide the Word of God in your heart. We'll be talking about compassion. Amen. During that time frame. Amen. God bless you. And we love you. And we thank you for being with us today. In Jesus' name, God bless you.